Welcome to the KNEO Community Connection, an informational interview show about interesting events and organizations in the four state area. This is Luke Taylor from KNEO Radio, and we are especially glad that you did tune in today because this is the first episode of the show. So let me just take a moment to say that we are launching this podcast because we care about the Neosho and Joplin communities, the Seneca and Granby communities, the McDonald County community. We also broadcast into parts of Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. And so we are wanting to start this show because we we want to shine a spotlight on all the fantastic events and organizations that we have going on in our coverage area. And so we want to tell you about at least three things going on each week. And we're going to try to drop our episodes in the middle of the week so that we can hopefully preview what's coming up for each weekend. And since this is our first episode, we're going to have uh, three great guests lined up for you. We're going to be talking to Amanda Flint. She's the superintendent for Neosho Christian Schools, and she's going to be speaking to us about about their school because this is that time of year to be thinking about enrollment. We'll also be speaking with a Joplin pastor about the March for Jesus event coming up on May 27th. But first, uh, we have on the phone with us right now, Jennifer Cotillo. She's the outreach coordinator for the Neosho National Fish Hatchery. And uh, and we're looking forward to hearing just a little bit more about that place this morning. Hey, Jennifer, thanks for taking some time with us today. No problem. Thanks for having me. I, uh, here's where I'd like to start, actually. Um, I was thinking about, you know, say someone's new to the Neosho area. Maybe they've lived here a little while. They've driven by the fish hatchery, but um, they aren't perhaps aware of everything going on inside there. And so could could you just kind of introduce the fish hatchery for people and, and tell people what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. Our claim to fame is that we are the oldest operating federal fish hatchery in the country. We were founded in 1888. And even back then, um, it was designed to have what they called a park-like setting. So a lot of fish hatcheries are way out in the country and don't really get much for visitation from the public, but we were designed that way from the start. So we do have um, historic ponds and then some newer facilities and old facilities all kind of mixed together in our 135-year history, but it's all accessible to the public. We are open seven days a week. Um, there's a nice walking trail around those ponds. It's paved, so it's really um, very good, accessible for folks with wheelchairs and for strollers and for people of all ages, really. Yeah, well, one thing I've noticed, you say people of all ages, even small kids are going to find a lot of fun stuff to do out there, and it's, it's going to be educational for them as well. Absolutely. We have... Um, we still call it a new visitor center that was built in 2010, so it's <laughs> It's no longer new, new, but it's got some great facilities in it, and it is designed for groups of children. There is a, one of the the large tanks in the visitor center has a tunnel underneath it where you can crawl under there and pop your head up in a bubble and feel like you're in with the fish without having to, you know, get wet and hold your breath. Wow! No, that's, that's that sounds pretty awesome for young children. And <laughs> that's cool. Well, and I don't know if um, I know we have a lot of parents here in the Neosho area, but I hope they all, they realize just the value of what the Neosho National Fish Hatchery what what it brings to the community, uh, all the fun things they can do. There's even some fish food they can feed the fish, isn't that right? Yes, yeah. Um, there are some little feeder um, coin operated feeders throughout the hatchery grounds, but then when the visitor center is open, which again it's seven days a week, so we're almost always here. Hmm. We put buckets of fish food out, and the kids can scoop up a little paper cup full and feed it to the fish in the ponds. And these are 
uh, rainbow trout in the ponds, and they are always hungry. Well, I know you also get a lot of field trips to uh, schools who come through uh, and visit the fish hatchery. I mean, I remember doing that when I was a young kid myself in elementary school. Um, do you also have a lot of homeschool families come in? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, right now in May, this time of year, we are really busy with our school groups because everyone's trying to get their last field trip in for the season. Mm-hmm. But we've started, um, since I came on board, to try to spread out some of the educational opportunities. And so we can do fish dissections for older kids, study the insects that we find in the stream, um, a lot more science for for kids of all ages in our classroom settings. So there's something to do here year-round. Tell us about some of the updates that are going on over there at the fish hatchery. Well, it's an exciting year for us as we are celebrating our 135th anniversary. 135 years is a long time. And we are definitely um, a very historic place, Mm -hmm. but we are still an active hatchery. We are the oldest operating one in the country, but what gives us that designation is that we are still operating. So some of the facilities just have not been able to keep up with the times. So the building that we took down was put in in 1928. And it had been used for a variety of things over the years. But most recently, it was used for storing the fish food Mm. um, that we we purchased commercially for feeding the rainbow trout. Uh, Back in 1888, when we were raising trout uh, on a smaller scale, the staff actually made the food on site. They would grind up liver and potato and a variety of things. And, and make the food right here. But the, those days are long gone, hmm. and it was being used to store things in. You know, this was built long before ADA compliance was around, hmm. and uh, the doors to it no longer work for the way you get food brought in. It's not in barrels, and it's not in, you know, horse-drawn wagons. It's coming in on a, a pallet. Mm-hmm. And so unloading pallets from a semi-truck and putting them into a very small door in this building just wasn't working anymore. Mm. So we built a new one that can handle that. Well, hey, that's awesome that you all are just trying to keep things up to date. And I know uh, I know this is an especially busy time for you. Uh, you mentioned earlier that, that there's a lot of field trips coming through the fish hatchery right now at this time of year. But but, but hey, for families out there in the Neosho area for this summer, um, if if they hadn't uh, if, if they haven't been out to the fish hatchery before, or maybe it's been a long time, uh, what, what what would you say to kind of invite them out there? What kind of things could they see out there now? Oh, there's all kinds of good stuff. If they happen to have a child between the ages of 7 and 12, our Kids Fishing Derby is the first Friday in June, and Mm. this year that is June 2nd. And the kids can come out and catch four rainbow trout, and we will clean them and put them on ice, and they can take them home and cook them up with their family. Wow. That's a big deal, and these, these derbies only happen once a year. There's one for veterans coming up this Saturday. There's the one for kids in June. The following week, there's ones for seniors and folks with disabilities. And then we have one for women in October. And I think one of those things, like you said, that that newer folks in town might not realize is that we are free. Mm. There is no fee to visit um, 
the visitor center or walk around the grounds. It's a completely free facility. Hmm. Well, yeah, and that's important for people to know, too, because uh, that, that brings a lot of value to the community, and it's something anybody can access just about any time. Uh, hey, Jennifer Catilla, thank you for being with us on the Community Connection today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. We have on the phone with us Pastor David Piesinger. He's the pastor over at Glorious Church Training Center, located up in Joplin, Missouri. He's also a friend of the station here, and he's going to tell us about an event that's coming up uh, up there in Joplin. Hey, Pastor David, thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're, we're really glad to be on. Well, tell us about the special event that's coming up on May 27th. Well, uh, May 27th, we're doing the March for Jesus, where we're going to actually start at 7th and Main Street and march down to Landreth Park, giving praise and honor and worship to the Lord. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've been a part of is that this is a worldwide march, not just a one once-a-year march that represents Jesus basically coming in on Palm Sunday. Mm. So we're pretty excited about being able to collectively together as a church do this. Yeah, it looks like that's going to be from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., on uh, May 27th. And so uh, if people want to participate in this, like what do they need to know? Do they, do they need to bring anything or do they need to show up at nine? Can they come later? How does all that work? I appreciate you asking. Uh, what we're asking people to do is to show up between nine and 10. The march will start at 10 and, and we'll go from, again, 7th Street to Landreth Park. Uh, we have all the barricades up. We have uh, security. We have worshipers. We've got live music. Um, we're asking everybody just to bring their tambourines, their shofar horns, their banners, uh, their, their flags, uh, for dancing and just to exalt Jesus. Uh, one of the things we are asking though is that nobody promotes their church because we're here to promote Jesus. Matter of fact, the, uh, whole march is about Jesus reigns this year. Mm. And of course, the 150 year celebration for Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. So are, are they going to be doing some stuff up in Joplin also? that day that um, this will kind of work in conjunction with? Well, actually, uh, at the end of the march, we have a outreach ministry that we're going to uh, go up and clean up a, a block on uh, North Joplin. Hmm. So we're really excited. The city got behind that and are providing all the uh, tools and uh, the trash dumpsters and all that stuff so that we can get some neighborhoods cleaned up as well. So we're looking forward for people to join in on that. At the end of the march at Landreth Park, we will have a tent for those who want to join in that. Uh, we will also have prayer tents um, with us. And also for those that come, bring all your family, all your friends, because we're going to have a baptismal there. We're going to have a live worship uh, at the pavilion and uh, some time for prayer. So hope everybody will come, bring your families and everyone included. Hmm. Well, again, that's going to be Saturday, May 27th. Uh, if you want to show up there between 9 and 10 and the march will start at 10, it goes until noon and it ends over there at Landreth Park. And this is all being done in conjunction with also the 150-year celebration in Joplin, Missouri. But, um, but you know, so as far as what you're doing, uh, uh, Pastor David, um, you know, this is an event to uh, to glorify God, to glorify Jesus. And, and what kind of statement do you think that this makes to the Joplin community as you do something like this? Well, I think, I think it brings unity to the body of Christ. It uh, tear downs the walls of denominational barriers. And I believe it lifts up a standard to show that Jesus Christ is the foundation to our community. And, of course, to eternal life. Um, one of the blessings, kind of on a side note that we're doing, is that we've got a transportation service that 
is going to help bring people from the park back up to 7th Street. And for those who park up around 7th Street, we'll have opportunities to um, take them back down when they when they get down to the park. So we've got a limousine service that's going to honor that. And so it's just going to be a wonderful time for all of us. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah, people don't have to worry about being stranded if they come participate. Yeah. So so that's great. And then uh, and then, yeah, I, I also love that you're just doing a service to the community there as well at the end. And and is this the first time you all have done the march or is it like I know you said it's an annual thing, but is this your first time? This, this is my first time. Uh, we actually did it back in 1996. Mm. Um, and so we're really excited about being able to do it again. Yeah, But we are going to continue to do this. I think we have May 19th for next year scheduled, and then we're also going to be doing it the following year. So uh, I'm expecting it just to continue to grow and continue to exalt the Lord. Yeah. Well, hey, that's that sounds great. And, and I do hope it'll it'll just grow each year and more and more people will get excited about uh, praising Jesus and, and making an impact on the community and, and just exalting him in the area. And so uh, one more time, the details for people, that's going to be coming up here soon on May 27th. And uh, if you'd like to get involved with that, um, well, I think there is a website for this. Where, where, or is there a number people should call for the local information? Yeah, they, where, where would you send people? Call, they can actually call uh, 417-622-9374. Uh, if they leave their information and email addresses, we'll be glad to send out videos and pamphlets and flyers and get them connected. We also have T-shirts that will be available for the March for Jesus. Uh, so they can actually purchase some of those at a tent that will be set up at the at the beginning of the walk. Okay. Yeah, and they got a website, themarchforjesus.org, it looks like. That is correct. And oh. they'll find us on that, and they can click into us. All right. Well, there's all the info, and we've been speaking today with Pastor David Piesinger up at Glorious Church Training Center in Joplin, Missouri, uh, talking about the March for Jesus. And so, uh, hey, Pastor David, thanks for being with us on the KNEO Community Connection. Thanks, Lou. Keep up the good work. We are speaking today with actually somebody who stopped by the studio in person to chat with us. It's Amanda Flint. She's the superintendent for Neosho Christian Schools. And so, Amanda, it's great to see you out here again. Awesome. Thank you for having me today. I love stopping by and visiting with you about education. It's a, something I'm really passionate about. Well, I really wanted to talk to you today about the enrollment process over there for Neosho Christian Schools because we're at that time of year where mm-hmm. parents are starting to think about um, the upcoming school year. And that's going to be here in just a few months. So can you tell everybody if they're interested in finding out more about Neosho Christian Schools as an option, what's the process for that? When does enrollment open up? Tell tell us all those details. So, yeah, we're just getting ready to open enrollment right now. Right now, we're really busy giving tours. I'm calling it Tour Tuesday. Like today, I gave a tour this morning at school. And then this afternoon, I have a couple more to give. Um, But if you are interested, just call the school at 417-451-1941. Or you can also visit our website to get information. And we would love to set up a tour with you on Tuesdays. And then just to check out the school, if you at all might be interested in Christian education. And then after that, if it's something you're still interested in, we'll set up a screening to screen your child, and then we'll move to the online enrollment process. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's not like just a website where someone just signs their kid up for a semester? No, you have to you have, go on our website. It'll give you information where you can contact us, but it'll also tell you all about our school, so you can do some research. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love to give 
really giving tours is one of the most fun things because I get to tell you about the, all the fun things that we do at Neosho Christian. Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to, um, especially when our kids are there during the day, really see what our school day looks like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So so after looking online, a tour mm-hmm. really is the place yes, to start. Yes, it is. And also, be sure and check out our Facebook page. We're really good about posting things, and it really sees, uh, we'll let you see what kind of things that go on during the day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, Neosho Christian Schools, they are operating right here mm-hmm. in Neosho. They're just behind the uh, the West, West Co. Home Furnishings building, if, yes. if anyone's not familiar yeah. with that. What, what do you want people to know about your school? Well, um, for one, I'd say we're, we're like a family. Um, we are a pre-K through 12th grade family. Um, before I was superintendent, this is my second year as superintendent, I was a teacher. So a lot of these students were in, um, I was their teacher. And so, like I said, we're a big family. Um, every day at the end of announcements, I, I tell them they're loved. I end my announcements with, you are loved here at NCS. And um, I don't think there's one student that doesn't know that they're loved and cared for by us and also by God. And so that's one of the things that we love to do. Um, we have fun, but our kids learn too at the same time. And so that's one of the things I, I really tell our teachers. We want our kids learning, but we want it to be fun to come to school every day. Hmm. So. And so if there's a parent out there and they say, well, we've already been in public school for mm-hmm. several years or just any other yeah. school out there, they're a little bit wary of jumping into mm-hmm. a new school. What, what would you tell them to make them feel more comfortable? Well, come by, like I said, and take a tour on our Tuesdays. Um, also, um, we love it. We would even let your kid just come shadow for the day. If you have a student that you think is in, you know, your child might be interested, we've had kids just come spend the day because it is a big step going from a public school to a private setting. Or we have parents maybe who have homeschooled in the past mm-hmm. and really shadowing for the day really gives them a taste of what it's like to be at Neosho Christian School. All right. Well, there you have it. So we've been speaking today with Amanda Flint. Uh, she's been telling us about Neosho Christian School. She's the superintendent out there. And enrollment now is open. So mm-hmm. if people want to get started on that process, I mean, now is the time to do it, isn't it? Yes, for sure. Yeah, just call our phone number like I mentioned earlier or check out our website or Facebook page and that will give you all the information you need. Okay, well, there, there everybody has it. And so uh, don't forget, you can call that number that we gave you earlier if you want to find out more information or go to their website or Facebook. And uh, that's where you can take the next step. Amanda Flint, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me.